welcome back to Young David's Change the Trend. Today's topic is modesty. modesty. <laughs> um, but before that, uh, we have uh, a couple of fishbowl questions that we're going to go around uh, asking and answering. Uh, so my first one is, what kinds of sounds do you like or what's your favorite sound to hear <laughs> besides this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I really love the sound of the ocean, like the waves and everything, and rain. It's calming. Mm -hmm. You could calming. like sleep to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I said this earlier, like um, just like a a night out in like in the country, just hearing the crickets and everything. Still, oh, yeah. almost like like you you still hear like a lot of creatures, but there's still like stillness. Just like yeah. Um, do you ever hear like cicadas? Do you guys hear cicadas? Yes. It, uh, or do you get yes. that here? <laughs> what are those again? They're like the yeah. big beetle. Like they sound like maybe oh, yeah, I can yeah, find yeah. a. Yeah. I just don't like the sound of bugs. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't like the sound of cicadas or mm -hmm. just insects in general? No. No, especially like bees, like that buzzing sound. I can't. I hate it. <laughs> oh, let's see. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So yes. good. <laughs> <laughs> like when you're at night outside. <laughs> I like this sound. Do you? I guess you feel like they're gonna come at you. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing that I find that I actually like that a lot of people probably don't like is like I have a bedside table and on my table is you know like a little fan. I like the sound of the fan. Like yeah, while I'm sleeping. Mm -hmm. Most people probably wouldn't like that though. Like it's probably disturbing. Like you know. No, I agree. It's pretty, like, uh, yeah. you can hear, like, the, the air go through, like, the little, uh, yeah, yeah the little, little fan parts. Do you usually have a fan mm -hmm. at night? Oh, okay. <laughs> I think I just like to hear, like, machines in general. Like, when you hear, like, uh, like, when you hear just, like, construction going on, you can, like, hear, like, things moving. What's that? That jackhammer going or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> some people hate it, you know, some people can't stand like the crane going off for like hours, but like It's just like home to me. I guess I don't know because I've been around it for so long I think the satisfying one I like at work is like when you're hanging sheetrock and you get the nail gun. Yeah, it's just Yeah, I like that one. It's yeah. just satisfying. It's cool. Yeah So you like the sound of that? Yeah Because like, like it kind of like motivates you to go and do something, you know, yeah, even if you're not sure. doing it, you know, <laughs> no. it's I like, like fireworks too Sorry, That's I kind of just cut you off. <laughs> and like fire, like a fire popping. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. That sound. yeah. What kind of smells do you guys like? Now that I, I really like the smell of gasoline. Me too. What? What? There's, only, there's only two types of people. People who like it, people don't like it. But I, it's good. I must be the only oddball here. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not around. I don't the really gas at the gas station. Yeah. Yes. I don't really just smell gasoline. <laughs> it's I so mean, strong though. Like you have to smell. No, you smell not directly though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't just put the gas can open and be like, yes. Yeah, so like or you take the the, like the pump. Like sharpie. <laughs> no. Too. No. Not what about sharpie? Do you like ever go around just like sniffing a sharpie? No. <laughs> Are you guys in that assassin game? Sorry. That, now yeah. that you see that. Yeah. No. Okay. Did you join them? Do they start it? No, yeah, they, you gotta sign up. Sign up. Okay. Where do you sign up? Okay. You sign up? Oh, yeah, then oh. Plus, someone wouldn't really expect like a sister like. Psh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I so want to do that. 
Oh, I'm so in. Do you know the people that are in? It's no. gonna be oh, like a lot it's, of this. It's only high schoolers. Okay. So. But oh. you don't know all the people that are playing. Like you yeah. don't know if they're playing or not. <laughs> I feel like we should just create like, like an alliance right now. You know? Yeah, for real. Yeah, like, surely problems. one of us in here is gonna have an, another person in here. But I mean, if you don't want to be in it, that's I'm just cool. saying. Like, if I get, if I get one of y'all, though, if y'all, if I get one of y'all, I'm not showing any mercy. That's, That's fair. I'm taking. I'm just saying though. <laughs> this is your chance to join in, or if we can create one. I say we should wait till our entire class is here before we make any deals. No, I mean that's the whole point. You know, you get a chance. You know, it's true. So are you saying we leave Maddie, Claudia, and Molly out of this, and we just make like? That's the unfortunate, you know, part of it. You know, some people have to. You be can sacrificed. form another group alliance. That is true. I'm gonna help you guys, really. This game turns people against each other. It, you, it you don't really understand. <laughs> Even if you try to like make an alliance work, it, it never it, does. It, <laughs> are you serious? It was just a hypothetical situation. Because then you're gonna end up like I don't know, because somebody always makes like writes out who gets who and we yeah. make like a trail of like who has who. Yeah. Usually I would trust you, sister, but this time <laughs> I don't know. You can trust me. I don't know. No, though. come on, man. You can't trust Jose. Oh yeah, you can. I trust Emma. Okay. Nobody trusts Emma. What? He said he trusts you. Nobody trusts Emma. I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. Right. But if I get you, you can go. Don't die. If you get me, we'll just shake hands and I'll say, All right, "Good job." <laughs> Nice. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to our, our topic for, for today, which is modesty. I'm going to read a definition from the Catechism of the Catholic Church, and this is found in paragraph uh, 2522. Modesty protects the mystery of persons and their love. It encourages patience and moderation in loving relationships. It requires that the conditions for the definitive giving and commitment of man and woman to one another be fulfilled. Modesty is decency. It inspires one's choice of clothing. It keeps silence or reserve where there is evident risk of unhealthy curiosity. It is discreet. So from this definition, I think that we can all uh, really understand that modesty is really about um, upholding that dignity of the person and the sacredness of their being because a person isn't just a body and not just a soul, but a body and a soul. And if you ever, this is a nice way that I like to think of modesty in relation to the liturgy or the church. If you go into the church, uh, typically, and you know this, like, right, the chalice is veiled. The vessels are veiled before Mass. The tabernacle is always veiled. And that we know that in the Old Testament, when Moses faced God, he had to wear a, a veil because God is so holy. And so when you veil something, or even me, I'm wearing a veil, but when you veil something, it's not withholding or hiding. It's revealing a mystery. It's revealing that whatever is behind that veil is sacred and it's consecrated and it's beautiful. That that is what that is what, and I think that that shows what modesty is about, especially for each person. So, I just wanted to throw that out about the liturgy. But we're actually going to look at a video uh, today. It's called "The Naked Truth About Modesty." It's uh, from my friend Gabe 
Castillo, Gabriel Castillo. He also did the video about the dances. But he wrote, he did this documentary on modesty years ago, and he gets views from boys and girls. And so I think that's that's really important. It gives a holistic uh, perspective of of what is and why it's important. And this is the thing too. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you can probably speak about this. But when I was in school, I rarely heard anybody talk about it, about modesty, unless if there was like a ceremony or graduation or like some kind of event and they all they would say is like oh, okay um no you know no skirts like three or whatever inches above the knee and that was it but nobody said anything about the upper part of the body or what you cover there was there people don't like to talk about it and i think they get uncomfortable talking about it and i think girls get very uncomfortable when people confront them about it or they might react in a negative way right mm -hmm. do you ever hear things about modesty in your class or I mean, just sister. Yeah, no, she's sister. the only one that, but she just mainly directs to the girls that you know about skirt length and stuff like that. Okay. But other than that, I mean, everything. I think our class is pretty decent about modesty. Like, I don't think there's anybody out there that's just like. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, our class does a top. pretty good job on it. Yeah. Being modest, that's good, especially since you all wear uniforms. So there's not too many issues other than the skirt. Is there any other issues you see besides skirt length or not? Sorry, see, well, see or hear or it's a dress. Besides that, I mean, the only other time it really comes up was like on like during social events, like field day and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know. Oh right. Like shorts for girls and stuff like that. Yeah. That's oh, okay. really about it. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's awesome. Or what about when you go to dances and stuff? Is there yeah, a it, it dress code? With, like the same thing with like the handbook and everything. Okay. So yeah, there's like so a everything dress code. Everything's in the handbook yeah. and like it's laid out. Yeah. I don't know what it is for the girls, but the guys just like do formal, just formal stuff. For us. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of hard for a guy to be immodest. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Like sure. if yeah. they wear, you know, like and pants and a polo. I mean, yeah. it's kind of hard to. That's true. It's harder for girls. It's yeah. harder. Much. I. Yeah, I totally get that. They were the ones who set the standard. You know, how are you supposed to have a pure mind if you're saying the complete opposite thing by the way you dress? I really wish the girls understood that. Yeah, I don't think that when the females, they dress immodestly, they don't realize what it causes men to do. I think the problem is that girls don't realize the male's point of view and they need to hear it from a guy, not just from girls, because they haven't actually had that. It's because they're so polluted, their minds have been so polluted, that all they think about and all they want right now is a girl who's dressed immodestly. Just in no one situation, you're just in Mars. Like, you don't interested in one thing. Yeah, one thing. Catholic school girls are just as bad. We never do. taught that. I went through Catholic school my entire life, kindergarten through 12th grade. I never heard exactly what the teachings were on modesty. I'm confused about that. It's just, it's really, it doesn't make any sense. Most females think that they're dressing immodestly. I would say that most women think that they're think that they're dressing modestly. It might not affect them themselves, but it affects other people like men because their sins of thought and they don't realize that because they haven't had the male's point of view in seeing someone dressed immodestly.
when the females they dress immodestly they don't realize what it causes men to do they think that we human beings are, are like water faucets now you just turn it off turn it on no we're far more complicated than that men are visual and our eyes will follow lines and will fill in parts of a picture that aren't there if you have a picture of you know a, a person's face but it's missing an eyeball or it's missing a mouth we'll be able to draw that in for you and our minds automatically kind of fill in the missing blanks so when you're wearing short shorts or tight shorts we're, we're following the lines of your legs and although you think well why why do they look at my rear end my rear end's covered but we see so much and then we see so much here that we're filling in the blanks with our minds not even meaning to we're not out looking for it our, our eyes are just directed there the same thing when a woman wears a low-cut top he, he's following the lines of her cleavage to this unknown space that's covered up and then with his mind automatically he's not even trying the mind just automatically tries to fill in the blanks what goes here what belongs here what would be here and how much more in tight in tight tight clothing what people don't realize is that they might think well i'm wearing nice pants they're nice yeah they're a little tight they're stretch pants but for a guy you might as well to, the, the way a guy sees it is that she might as well not even be wearing pants that's just what her, her, her rear end and her legs would look like if they were painted black. Girls don't understand how much, because uh, they don't really understand how a guy is and works and uh, feels and experiences things as much, because totally different from a girl. But guys are very visual, sensory, and girls very sentimental kind of stuff. But I don't think they realize completely... Uh, how their influence is so much more powerful than I think than most girls understand. They've never been taught the way the man thinks and anytime the issue's been brought up then women will just make an excuse and say things like it's his problem, he must be a pervert, he must be looking for sex, he must be... but it's not true. People don't realize just how serious the problem is and I think the only people who realize it are young men out there who are really truly striving to be holy and striving to be pure and only when you're trying to be holy and pure do you realize the stumbling blocks but if you're falling forward down into hell well of course you're not going to notice all the little like rocks that you hit along the way well it's only when you're trying to like walk up the hill are you going to notice all the obstacles any male is and he's supposed to be physically attracted to a woman uh, his chemical reactions start going off in his head, but, but the difference becomes where, wh what happens after that chemical reaction goes off? Does a man try to redirect his thoughts? Does he have recourse to prayer? Does he try to remind himself that this is, is not appropriate? And But regardless, if a girl is dressed immodest, she, she's, she's causing him to start a battle within himself. And it's a battle that's very easily lost. It happens to everyone. It's not just a few people in that it's something that's, that'll be a lot easier if they just dress more modestly. This one young woman wrote in. She identified herself in her mid-twenties. And she said that she could go out say, to dinner with uh, some young man and uh, she could dress as provocatively as she wanted. And during the meal, she could just flirt with him outrageously and then after he was all aroused and so forth and just walk away from him. That's his problem. 
uh, well, that is certainly uh, not loving one's neighbor as oneself. I mean, we're supposed to be assisting one another uh, on our way to God, uh, not uh, being a uh, stumbling block for other persons. There's no uh, appreciation, I believe, of the responsibilities we have to one another. Oh, it's so easy to rationalize yourself out of wearing something modest. Like one, oh, it's hot outside. The it's hot outside is a, that's just an excuse that people are making up to to make themselves feel better for the way that they're dressing. No, you are putting men in a situation of temptation, and if they fall, you will have some responsibility for that. Uh, women, they do have that obligation to dress modestly because, like I said, it causes sin. And when you cause sin, that's a sin in itself. So I think to avoid sin for themselves and for others, they need to dress modestly. Our Lord, in the, uh, in, in the Gospels, uh, he, he says that if one causes another weak person, that is, he says little ones, if someone causes one of these little ones of mine to sin, it would be better that that person had never been born, or if a millstone had been tied about his neck and he cast into the depths of the sea. You have to follow the church's exact guidelines. It has to be to the knee, or in their sleeves have to be covered, and it can't be a low-cut top. But I mean, it's just the fact that people would want to change the definition of modesty. They would stretch it, like stretch the truth, just so it's easier on themselves. It's just showing a laziness, and they don't want to have to change. And they're just trying to justify what's what they're doing is right, when it actually is completely wrong. Okay, so um, would you all like agree with that view um, that those boys were presenting uh, regarding modesty, that when a girl dresses immodestly and she most likely does not even know it, that a lot of times boys can be victims in that sense and endanger their soul because it's presenting a self that's, it's presenting a situation that's visual and could be causing a temptation in the mind and causing a lust in the heart. Do you um, kind of see that as? Yeah, I think yeah. that's, you see what's, that's what becomes, that's what's become of our generation, most importantly, is that, you know, that's kind of like normal, like the modesty, the level of immodesty is a lot worse than probably has been in the past. It's been redefined, quote yeah. unquote, so-called redefined modesty, like the standards and everything. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's yeah, definitely that, changed. see that a lot now with like just, mm -hmm. just younger girls and just people, just people in general, you know. Yeah. I think what there was a Bible verse on the board, and it said how even if if you look at a woman with lust, um, that you're already committing adultery in your heart. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of guys do that, and they don't realize that they're already committing adultery. You know, because a lot of guys look at like a bunch of girls like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but also like how that kind of guy said is that like you know it's also part of that woman's fault. You know, yeah. it's not completely. Because kind of like you said, we, we're attracted to lines. We're naturally attracted exactly. to women. Exactly, and that's the same vice versa, you know? Yeah. 
but it's just like you know it's not completely our fault but you know obviously it's our temptation and our mm. it's our will or desire to both sides have to work for exactly. to stop mm-hmm. and when that boy was kind of um testifying that it's so easy for a guy to fall like what did you think about that is that something that you thought that you could agree with too just yeah. because of that whole do you see do you when he said like guys are visual do you, do you also would you say that oh, as well right well definitely visual than more sentimental and that's like nature and everything but yeah it's just natural like right yeah guys are just gonna be more typically more sturdy and like kind of to themselves than mm-hmm. as if like a girl would be more sentimental towards like just like for caring and so forth right being directed towards nurture and yeah. feelings things that you don't see yeah, exactly. right <laughs> what about you emma <laughs> um did you ever did you ever think about those things that do you ever think about that like when you dress and even when i like before i was a sister like when you dress did you ever think about the way that a guy would view you and and you have a sister right mm-hmm. i mean so yeah i mean not really i've never really dressed like out of the way i feel like i don't think i've ever like wanted to like dress for dress. attention yeah and for i like, mean yeah. i'm i'm not gonna say i haven't because you know i'm mm-hmm. not perfect but i feel like that's not my main goal because i don't want people looking at me like that right you know? exactly and i it's think it's like a respect thing for yourself yes yeah that yeah right what you just said yeah it's definitely i think yeah for girls you should definitely respect yourself and respect your bodies but also if you do that and you're doing that for attention then you're not going to get the attention that you want because Mm -hmm. you know guys would be so focused on one aspect of you or one part of you that they would forget your whole person and they're not going to love you they're going to just want that part of you it's and it would be lustful like diego was saying this is the verse in the gospel of matthew uh, it's chapter 5, verse 28 to 29. But I say to you, everyone who looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. Do you think that there are times that a girl would struggle because she wants to wear something, maybe because she thinks it's cute and, you know, she, you know, maybe other girls are wearing it, but at the same time, there's like a moral battle within her like maybe i shouldn't wear this like mm-hmm. do you think that it, or yeah it's, for sure um i don't know where i was gonna go with that it's just it's i feel like like i i don't know what it's like to be a guy obviously but <laughs> <laughs> i've heard that it's it's hard for guys to like like you actually can't control like what you're thinking i guess to an extent i could be completely wrong I think like I? <laughs> well, I think the way it can go is like if you're having a normal day, you know, you just kind of go along with it. Like in the sense of like, for example, if I was just like going to my classroom, you know, like here is a pretty modest campus, you know, you're not really being, mm-hmm. like drawn to anything. But like you go out in public and you, let's say for the beach, for example, you know, you see everybody in, in bikinis and stuff like that. It's kind of like mm-hmm. it's difficult to do when everybody's kind of like exposed in that sense right so it's like it's like you're not it's not like it's something that's on your mind all day but when when it's presented then it's, it's a little it's a little different yeah like mm-hmm. it's just there you can't help it yeah 
Yeah. I also feel like girls are told, like, um, I cannot think today. <laughs> I think I, well, can I, can I think, I think I know, like, you think girls are told, like, if it's beautiful, show it? Is that what you're trying to say? No, I feel that's like kind of, girls okay. are told that, like, <laughs> that's oh, thing. it's the guy's fault, like, wear what you want. And, like, oh, it's their fault for yeah. looking at you. It's not your fault for not, like, respecting yourself. It's their problem. It's their problem. And they're being, like, perver- they're perverts. They're being weird and, like, oh. yeah. Yeah. Well, in the church, we call that the occasion of sin. So even though you might not be intentionally sinning or tempting somebody, it's it's an occasion that presents itself. And it's something that you don't do, but it'll lure someone into doing something that they weren't intending to do, but they did it anyway, even though they knew that it was wrong. Yeah. Would you um, would you uh, say that, uh, do you think that it's more of, or do, maybe it's both factors. Do you think that girls are peer pressured into wearing what maybe like the latest fashions are, or is it more that um, they really want attention from people? They want people to look at them or is it both? Because I, I remember I was talking to Mr. Griffin before prom, and he was telling me, and he was telling all the guys how, like, honestly, all the girls are just, they're really trying to look really good that night. I mean, and the girls, they you know, I mean, they, they really work hard to present themselves, like, really mm-hmm. nicely. And nobody's going to be looking at the guys. Everyone's going to be looking at the girls. Even the girls will be looking at the girls. So do you, yeah, do, do you think that um, peer pressure has a lot to do with it, or both, or they just... I feel like it's both. I feel like girls always want to look like the best that they can. And it's kind of like, not a competition, but I mean, every girl wants to look presentable. And I feel like they just want to like, and also I will, I will say this. It's really hard to find appropriate clothes these days. Like it's really hard for girls because everything's either like a crop top or a mini skirt. And like, nobody, nobody wants to wear that. I mean, maybe yeah. some people with the wrong intention, but I know I don't want to wear that. Yeah. Because it's not comfortable and it's not, like, no, respectful. I th- like, I don't want to yeah. be showing everything. Do you, yeah, would you Would you think that a girl would feel, like, vulnerable and just, like, I mean, exposed? Like, they would, mm-hmm. they would feel not comfortable with themselves, I would think. I'd imagine it's not natural that you wear that. And yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, so definitely, I, yeah, for, well, I would, I would, I would put this out that um, for girls, I'd say de- definitely no crop tops, um, you know, tra- go down, you know, mid-knee if you're wearing a skirt, um, and cover the shoulders, you know, you don't want anything there. If, if, if someone can see it, if you can see what's down your shirt, then everyone else can see it too. That's... Can I add on to that? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly... I think for guys too, like it's obviously not as hard for girls, but like when I go to the mall and stuff, it's honestly kind of hard to find like clothes for guys now too sometimes because I feel like nowadays a lot of guys are losing their sense of masculinity, a lot of them, and it's mm-hmm. really hard to find like actually some, not all the time, but sometimes it's really hard to find like masculine clothes, you know, because mm-hmm. like you see like like on like the pictures and stuff, like these guys are wearing these like super tight pants, you know. And like, oh, yeah. it's like, like, I don't think it looks good, you know. That's so true. Through. And like, like their their shirts that they're wearing, like guys don't wear this stuff, you know. Right. But it's definitely more. It's hard. Definitely a lot harder for girls so, to find clothes than it is for guys. Yeah, that's a really good point, and that is a, a, a fashion that I did notice. Is those, yeah, those pants 
that are yeah for guys that are tiring. But you and you were saying that it does. You were saying it doesn't display masculinity as it should be, mm -hmm. right? Okay. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, that's a really good point to put out there. Well, I would say this, that the most beautiful woman in the world is the Blessed Mother. And she was the most beautiful woman because she was full of grace. Nobody on this earth resembled Jesus as much as the Blessed Mother. And I think that if you put on the face of Christ and that's your primary concern, and that's your goal every moment to be Christ-like, that you will be the most beautiful, attractive person in the room. And people will be attracted to you because they'll see you as a whole person, body and soul. And so I advise everyone, just encourage everyone to draw close to her, especially in making decisions about modesty or masculinity. I have no doubt that God guarded the eyes of men when she was on earth um, just for that, you know, because of her true beauty, you know, and her, her, all her, her fullness of grace. She's immaculate. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's go ahead and close with prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Mary, help of Christians, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. Peace out. <laughs>